Welcome to Straight Out of Sumner podcast. My name is Kelly with the Sumner County Health Department, and I am joined today by Cheryl, also of the Health Department. Hello. We appreciate you listening, and we feel that we have a good program for you today. And speaking of today, what is today, Cheryl? Happy Flag Day, everyone. I have a fun little fact about Flag Day. Uh, It celebrates the adoption of the flag of the United States, which occurred on June 14, 1777. Wow. And a fun thing about the colors. Did you know that they have a meaning? No. Yeah. Red symbolizes hardiness and valor. White symbolizes purity and innocence. And blue represents vigilance, perseverance, and justice. I just love our American flag. Absolutely. And, you know, it's such a good feeling. I think I was saying this the other day when you go to a ball game and you're singing the anthem and the flag is waving, it just makes you feel good. Yeah, it gives you the goosebumps. It gives you the goosebumps. So. And I also wanted to do a special shout out. Today is my sister's birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Tiffany is 47. She was born on Flag Day, so we always kind of joke. That- that she has her own special holiday. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, well, happy birthday. Yes. All right. What else is going on? Oh, it's Men's Health Week. Yes. Yeah, so all those guys out there that we can't ever get to the doctor. I don't know if you guys have one, but I have one of those that doesn't think he needs to ever go to the doctor. But I have some facts about men's health. Only 30% of a man's overall health is determined by his genetics. Mm. I thought that was crazy. So 70% is controlled by his lifestyle. You know, we want to blame everything on our dads or our grandpas. Mm -hmm. No, no, it's how we live. Wow. Mental wellness. Inactive men are 60% more likely to suffer from depression than those who are active. So they can't shout at us about having to-do lists or keeping them active. Uh, Men who sleep seven to eight hours a night have about 60% less risk of fatal heart attack than those who sleep five hours or less. That's a high percentage. It is a high percentage for just two more hours of sleep. I think Mm. that's crazy. Yes. And activity. Men who climb 50 stairs or walk five city blocks a day may lower their risk of heart attack by 25%. Wow. I thought that was crazy. I don't know if that's Wellington City Block (laughs) or Chicago City Block. True. But five city blocks. So anyway, just a little fact out there. Get your significant other into the doctor. Keep them healthy. Okay. Good to know. Thank you for that information. Um, uh, so today we'd also like to talk about immunizations. I know that it's summertime and the last thing that parents are thinking of is getting their kids enrolled and worrying about back to school immunizations. I mean, the kids really practically just got out, right? So parents are planning vacations and getting kids ready for the swimming pool. But we wanted to come on here and remind parents to not wait until the last minute to get immunizations. Why not go ahead and get them done and over with before you go on vacation? So then when it comes time... You already have that checked off your list. Uh, We like to say around here, don't take a vacation on vaccinations. Meaning don't forget, get caught up, and get the required vaccines for the school year. Uh, So looking over the immunization requirements for the 23-24 school year, uh, kindergartens will need to get their fifth dose of DTaP, their fourth dose of polio, and their two doses of MMR and varicella. Seventh graders will need to make sure to get one dose of Tdap and one dose of meningitis sorry i stuttered on that because it's um, hard to say. it is a hard word to say so i'm just going to call it meningitis on here um and new for this year is eighth and ninth graders they'll be required to at least have two doses of hep a 
for grades 11th and 12th, and depending on if they already received one dose of the meningitis, they will need to complete their series by getting their second dose. Um, if they've never received a previous dose, then one dose is required for school entry. Now, saying all that, there are exceptions that could alter the number of doses a kid would need. So I recommend, if you're just not sure, to call us or your primary care provider to verify their shot records. We will be happy to look over the child's immunizations to make sure they get what they need. Um, and also, did we put those um, requirements out on our Facebook or our website, or will uh, we? They've been posted both. The, the new updated requirements are on our website. Um, you can go under the public health tab, and we have the, the graphs on there that are easy to read, and then we've put them on our Facebook as well. Awesome. So, so the information is out there if um, yeah. this is all confusing to you. But like I said, if, if you're not sure, just give us a call, and we'll yeah. be helped to help. Yeah. Like Kelly said, don't wait. It one last thing on your list and you know it gets so hectic right when you're getting ready to go back to school yes i know when i had kids that were going back to school it just seemed like 500 things hit at the same time get this off your list ahead of time and you don't have to worry about that absolutely we want you to have a good summer too but oh, by all means yeah. don't forget vaccines yes for sure for yeah. sure Okay, and then we wanted to also mention uh, COVID vaccines. Yeah, I'm going to talk about COVID just a little bit. I wanted to, um, we've been getting a lot of calls about um, what does the end of the public health emergency exactly mean and what's going to happen from here on out. So I just want to kind of go over some things. Uh, May 11th uh, marked the end of the federal COVID-19 public health emergency declaration. And um, monitoring of the impact and the effectiveness of prevention and control continues to be a public health priority priority so just because the end of the declaration happened doesn't mean oh everything's it's done over. it's right. gone um, we'd like to think that but mm -hmm. it is not the case uh, with COVID-19 declaration ending some metrics will remain the same and some will change uh, vaccines will remain available so the federal government is still providing vaccines for free at this point in time and um, you can come to various clinics and get your vaccines, and we'll talk about what's available right now in just a minute. At-home tests. Insurance companies were required to provide those for free. That is going to change. They're going to be able to charge you for them. There are still though, several sites that are giving mm -hmm. away tests. We have at-home yes. tests here. Pharmacies, some of them do. Some are going to start charging. You can get on CDC, and they have a little... Um, you can type in your location. They'll tell you where free tests are at. And you can order tests. Yes. So there's a lot of opportunities out there. Treatments will remain available. So for uh, severe COVID, there's still treatments that are going to be available. That is through your primary physician and yourself on what treatments are available and what would work the best for you. So that'd be something you'd want to check with them about. And national reporting of COVID-19 has changed. Uh, while the data we have going forward is different, it'll still allow CDC, the local health departments, the state health departments, to members of the public to keep up to date on what the numbers are. Um, maybe not quite as critical as exactly what is in our area because nobody has to report the numbers right. now, so that's changed. But what is being tracked is hospital admissions related to COVID, deaths related to COVID. Those two things are being tracked. Emergency department visits are tracked for mm -hmm. COVID, and then genomic sequencing, basically meaning that tests that come into the lab, they're monitoring to see what variants are showing. So if there's a new variant that pops up and that might cause, you know, increased numbers, that'd be something they would report on. 
vaccines. Um, in the beginning, we had the original uh, vaccine, which we also called the monovalent. Yes. Meaning it only uh, pertained to the original variant of COVID-19. As of April 23, the original or the monovalent vaccine is no longer available for use. Now we have what's called updated vaccine, the bivalent. And um, it's called the updated one because it, it uh, covers, protects you from the original variant as well as the Omicron variant. Okay. Uh, two COVID-19 manufacturers, Pfizer and Moderna, have developed um, the updated vaccine and it became available in September of 22 for people 12 and older. Uh, as of May 6th, J&J, Janssen, some of you received that out there, that is no longer available. So here at our health department, we only provide Moderna. Other health departments, other pharmacies, they have Pfizer and Moderna. Sure. So there's an option there. So who can get what? We have a little graph here that kind of talks about, right now it is recommended that um, everybody should have an updated COVID-19 vaccine. So everybody should have a bivalent. That's a recommendation. We're not forcing this on no. anybody. We're not telling anybody they need to do it. It's a recommendation Absolutely. and it's available for you. Everyone six years and older should, um, it's recommended that they would have had either a Pfizer or a Moderna, regardless of whether they received original COVID vaccines or not. And so if you're six and older and you've already gotten an updated bivalent, you've had that um, Moderna or the Pfizer bivalent, you don't need anything else. If you're 65 and older or immunocompromised and you've already had a bivalent, you can have another bivalent now. So they've opened that up for 65 and older and immunocompromised to have a second bivalent. So clear as mud, <laughs> probably so. You can call us just like we talked about on the other immunizations. We get a lot of calls about, you know, where am I at? What do I need? we can look you up and you can see where, where you're at in your schedule. Uh, here at the, our health department, yes. we only offer Moderna, like I said. We do clinics for anyone 18 and older um, every other Wednesday. So if you think you qualify for another bivalent, just give us a call and we can get you scheduled. Uh, we only do every other Wednesday too. I get a lot of questions on this. is because the vaccine expires. As soon as it's opened, it is only good for 12 hours. So we try to get as many appointments on that day. We don't want any waste of vaccine. So that's kind of the update on Let's COVID. on COVID. Okay, that's a lot of good information. And like you said, we today we've talked about immunizations and COVID immunization school yeah. back to school. But if you have any questions, just don't hesitate. Give us a call, um, and we can work through um, what you need. You bet. You bet. Did you have anything else special I, for today? I just want to wish everybody out there, all the men in our lives, um, a happy Father's Day. And um, just thanks for being good guys. So have a, have a great weekend. Yes. All right. Well, that concludes our show for today. Uh, make sure you like us on Facebook and check out our website at www.sumnercountyhealthdepartment.org. And as always, thanks for tuning in to Straight Out of Sumner. <laughs>